Hi everybody, my name is Jill Renee Feeler and welcome to today's message. We are going to do an Equinox message today and I'm excited about that. I don't pre-plan what we're going to say, um, but I'm excited <laughs> about whatever is going to come through for us and by us, right? Okay, so um, welcome to those of you that are new here and welcome to those of you that are returning. I hope that you are enjoying these weekly messages. It's wonderful to be able to share and inspire and hopefully inform for another way to be enlightened and conscious within our human forms that doesn't require years in a cave. It doesn't require clearing out all of your shadow. Um, it's, uh, I think, it, well, I, I see it as what we're offering is a clear representation of what's actually happening, not only in this reality, but what actually our light is in the eternal realms. Because when we have that, when we have that truth integrated within our within our human consciousness, we are so much more savvy here, you guys. Oh, it's like a it's like a relief. That doesn't mean that it's all sweet and shiny and, and wonderful news like we don't want it to be. But at least it's honest, so that we are better prepared and truly stronger to be our best self here. So. Yeah, some tough truths um, sometimes in uh, the facts of the matter of what's here and, and why we're here and what's going on. <sighs> but <laughs> treating us as the mature beings of light that we are feels wonderful. So for those of you that are new here, um, what I'll be doing is basically connecting to a level of consciousness that is beyond my humanness. I know that sounds ridiculous. It would have sounded, sounded ridiculous to me 12 years ago, but I cannot... I'm intelligent enough to not, uh, and that's, I'm, I'm smart enough to not overlook what is available when we get out of what we think we know and into, what do you call it? Into a stream of divine consciousness that is loving, honoring, filled with truths and wisdom and inspiration that I didn't know as Jill. So I'm, I don't, I sense not everybody has access to this. All I know is that I do, and that it's really my pleasure and my honor to be able to share this as a, really a service um, to whomever is benefiting from it. So anyway, it's, uh, but I get it. It's out there. <laughs> it's way, way out there from any sort of left brain, what you can prove, um, sorts of things. But the results are amazing. Absolutely amazing. So yeah, but I get it. It's uh you have to <laughs> you have to have a some sort of an open mind and an open heart about what's possible here and what you may find on the in in that realm of you um is wonderful a personal connection to source creator and if you're an atheist then a personal connection to an amazing version of you that your brain probably wouldn't have gotten you to okay how about that <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> so let's relax our shoulders we'll do a a little connection exercise here at the beginning and I just encourage you to relax your shoulders and let's take some nice deep breaths deep and slow breathing here very good <sighs> okay mm, nicely done I'd like you to imagine that there's this beautiful ring around you probably about six inches below your heart and it's like a like a donut okay of, of just beautiful light um, maybe an inner tube that is illuminated. Okay. Okay. How about a galactic cosmic 
belt <laughs> is what we'll call it. And it is comfortably, uh, it's around you. It's big enough to comfortably fit your humanness. You could easily step into it no matter what size you are. Okay, good. Now let's make that, that tube, that inner tube, that donut um, fatter. Okay, not to squish you, but to make contact with your body. Good job. Nice deep breath. Okay. Okay, and once it connected with your body, it's almost like an outer seam sort of gently released, and it's letting this light, I think of it, I guess you could imagine it like a light wash, flowing up towards your upper end of your system, your upper chakras, and then down into your lower chakras, and wonderful. Now it's remembering that donut sort of feeling. So as it's going up and down, it's creating another level of the ring with the center of the ring coming through your crown and through the soles of your feet at the same time. And that light is coming from the top, from the bottom, and it's meeting again right in the middle, about six inches below the organ of your heart. Good. And now it's just, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> now it just is going in this beautiful cycle and flow. What a wonderful place to start this message. Okay. What do you want this light to mean for you in this connection exercise? Do you want it to be healing for you physically? Do you want it to be inspiring to your creativity? Do you want it to be um, like a loosening agent to remove the sticky goo from maybe limited thinking, um, belief systems that may not be serving you anymore, outdated truths, lies, manipulation, whatever? Letting it loosen up the grip of any anyone else's energy that may be a little too um, a little too in your space, infringing on your sovereignty. Good job. How about a financial blessing? A financial blessing that doesn't come through magic, but comes through your discernment, increased discernment, increased wisdom and awareness, and. Um, responding to your ability to literally be the authority over your cash flow and your finances, uh, the inflow regarding uh, gifts and benefits that you receive, uh, possibly without deserving, <laughs> just, just by the grace of, of God, I guess, um, and also the income that you receive through your efforts, through your sharing, your talents, um, or even just your sweat in this world that this world um, has a system for rewarding you paying you back okay good job nice ah so a blessing for the financial inflows and now let's do a blessing for the financial outflows that everyone that you're sending money to or paying bills to is blessed by that those funds having touched your hands and that then those blessings cast out to others Okay, and also feeling uh, grateful for the benefit of whatever you're paying for there, that you receive the blessing on the service or the, the goods, what you paid for there, good. Even if it was a long time ago, those of you that have college loans you're paying off and you're <laughs> begrudgingly possibly paying that bill saying, what am I paying this for? I didn't even get anything out of that. It's okay, we can make the most out of even unfortunate situations. Okay, there we go. Blessings for relationships, all of them. <sighs> and
and the way that you the way that others share themselves with you in this world the way that you share yourself with others in this world just feeling those light based energy codes related to all of these relationships Mm, nice asking for upgrades in our human bodies yeah it's it's hard to be here (laughs) sometimes letting your body receive any upgrades that it's looking for any support that it's asking for that you may have known to give it that it, it, it communicates more clearly with you about what it needs what it wants and what it what it doesn't need and doesn't want <sighs> very good mm. okay let's share some love for what sometimes called the shadow self the inner child let's share some some love and comfort with the layers of ourselves that we don't like <laughs> the layer of ourselves layers of ourselves that we wish we could lock in the closet Um, just maybe low vibe tendencies or just unconscious energy patterns that we that we have isn't it awesome that we don't have to get to get rid of those we don't have to overcome all of those challenges in order to fully embrace the the divinity and the amazing gloriousness that's available to you we can still have an asshole side to us and also be an even better side of us maybe at the same time and ideally that diminishes or kind of melts away those those uglier layers of ourselves but by adding them adding the additional light from your eternal layers you have more love to give you have an increased ability to melt and solve and resolve or just comfort those layers of you that that you don't like and it makes you a more loving person it like makes you a more caring person it makes you a better version of yourself yeah Mm. okay now right there there's a there's another uh there's another uh, bucket of love okay in that same area let's stay right here okay for any of you that are resisting loving that part of yourself that you don't like or those parts of yourself that you don't like the part of you If your resistance is based on if I love it, it'll stay there. What if you're wrong? What if it's actually more of an issue? Your ugly parts are more of an issue because you haven't loved it. What if you really don't have a choice about loving it? What if your best choice is to consciously love it like you would a child? That they're doing the best they can with what they know. And by casting them aside inside your field, your energy field, you're depriving them of the light and the love that you are. But in a lot of New Age teachings, it's, we're trying to get rid of that. So whenever it's there, you may feel like a failure. But what if it being there isn't because you failed, it's because you're having a human experience. So what if the what if the clo- what if the fastest remedy to your shadow or your inner self or your your ugly bits is to literally love it unconditionally? Your higher self isn't worried about the fact that you have that. So why are you? I I know why you are, but you don't have to be. Okay? Your higher self, your inner self, your eternal self, whatever you want to call it, your divine self is not concerned about those ugly bits. It's not getting in the way. 
of your being amazing. It really isn't, but your mind may be telling you that it is. Okay, so let's just pretend that this will work, <laughs> okay? And almost like you would imagine, um, like a mischievous kid that just won't listen to you, <laughs> right? And they are your child. And <laughs> just imagine you just grabbing him and giving him a big hug and cuddling him close and just saying, I love you. You're pissing me off, but I love you. <laughs> okay. Sometimes all it wanted was to be seen, felt, heard, acknowledged, loved by you, this adult version of you. There may not even, that's right, there may not even be a lesson or a purpose there. It may just be there, okay? Hmm, <laughs> that's a big one. Okay, very good. So keep those, keep those ugly bits <laughs> close to you, okay? Keep them right next to you so you can give them a lovey throughout this, uh, throughout this transmission and message, okay? <sighs> good job. Okay, so we'll just keep that light flowing. <sighs> give your mind a hug if it's being too chatty here and wanting to counter or ask questions. Give it a hug too. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Hmm. We asked Jill to do an equinox message after the equinox. <laughs> um, because you're already standing in the energies of the equinox. You're already in it. And it gives you an even better space as the human ambassador, the human representative of, the, of your eternal light to co-create, to literally assemble these equinox energies into something that, that you want to play in for the next, next the season. And ongoing. Okay, beautiful. Trust your creator ability. Trust that you are a creative being that thinks of things that no one else has thought of. Or even if it is like something that looks like something someone else has thought of, you're always going to have your own unique take and spin on it. Celebrate that uniqueness. Look for your creativity. Foster that creativity. Celebrate that creativity. And give yourself the energy to play in it, to create from it, put something in motion, move your body, not just physically, but in a, in a productive mode of work or service or pondering even. Pondering, <laughs> pondering can be work. Putting into gear a brain in partnership with your eternal light as a sacred union of your humanness with your eternal energy self. Being curious about what's possible here, even if no one else cooperates with your creation, even if you're the only one on board <laughs> with your idea. What if that's enough? What if some of your ideas don't take a village? What if some of your ideas only take you taking you seriously? There's a part of you that knows this is true. Watch for the excuses. 
watch for all the ways <laughs> that you talk yourself out of your most amazing ideas. One that we'd like to address right here is that the world isn't ready for you. Can you imagine if Jill had said that all those years ago, that the world isn't ready for this? You've proven her wrong. Sometimes the world doesn't know what it's ready for if it hasn't seen it first. So you could be the embodiment of something that this world didn't know it was ready for, but is curious about or even loves. And as it experiences you and your creation, there's a sense of relief that, oh, thank God. Thank God you trusted yourself enough to, to, to do that, to be you, to share that, to, to offer that in this world, to be you in this world, regardless of whether the world was ready for you or not. Doing it because you want to know that you're ready as a soul to be a version of you that may be intimidating, scary, that you may feel unprepared for. The only part of you that's unprepared for it is your human consciousness. The human consciousness likes to get things in reverse order. The human consciousness likes to have training and certifications and validation from others that you're ready. But the divine consciousness knows that <laughs> there's some, there's some uh, unhelpful patterns there. Your human consciousness may never feel fully ready to be the divine and divinely inspired creation that you are feeling led to from your soul. So an approach that Jill uses and an approach that you may like to take is don't ask your humanness to be ready. Ask your humanness to be excited and curious about the levels of you that you haven't created yet. It's true. And there are no guarantees of how it will go on the inside or the outside. It may feel awkward, terrifying, clumsy, unsuccessful at first. But if you love it, <laughs> if you feel freed and liberated by doing those things, by being this version of you, you're probably on the right track. Another tip here, watch for those that are celebrating it. Keep them close. They have a wiring that is attuned to being perhaps more ready for a glorious version of you compared to other people on the planet. They can help you in those moments where you doubt yourself because there will be doubts of yourself. When we did that experience earlier with you about the, uh, the, what Jill was calling ugly bits, they may just be scared little versions of you, right? Afraid to get it wrong, afraid to be laughed at, afraid to be called absolutely nut, nutty. So if you wait for those less conscious layers of yourself to go away, you're probably never going to do it. You're probably never going to know. The layers of you, the version of you that you have the capacity to be on a soul level, 
even without any human training involved. Hmm. So the part of you that's scared, give it a hug. Keep it close. Keep it close to you. The part of you that may be overly critical, that may sound <laughs> like a, oh, somebody in your life that sort of had a, a supernatural gift for t- tearing you apart, right? That may not even be you, by the way. Your own voice criticizing you may be that person's voice. Sticky energy playing like a loop in your field. Yeah, you're going to want to give that a hug. <laughs> it gets butt out, right? It, it doesn't belong to you. Very good. Okay, now, <laughs> now we're talking. Okay, so is anything possible in terms of what you offer? Pretty much. That's a, that's a safe assumption. Is anything possible in terms of how the world responds to you? Pretty much. But if you can decouple the world's response, the general response you get, from what you do or don't do, the better off you'll be, especially if you are this sort of cosmic pioneer that brings into form something that hasn't been here before, that this world has never seen, does not know is possible, and may be fearful enough of to try to shut you down. That happens. Part of your ugly bits may have been actually a part of taking someone down, or at least trying to. Give it a hug. Give it a hug. Okay. <sighs> okay. So the reason we're talking about this in the context of an equinox message today is because this cycle of change that you're in right now We want to say unprecedented, and Jill is, <laughs> is saying, please don't sound cliche. Hmm. Is, it, is it too optimistic to believe that the season of change is unprecedented? Is it impossible to trust that you, as your cosmic self, your eternal self, the omnipresent you and a lot of other folks, beings, energies like you assemble together to offer a launching pad for those of you that can hear a message like this and feel as if it's meant for you. That's not beyond the realms of possibility. That's right into the realms of creation. Creator ability that makes worlds like this. That makes light like a light factory everywhere including on earth by making a human form of itself to be a version of light that it wants to be even in a world that may not be ready for it so a launching pad has been created for you by you What do you want to do with it? It's absolutely up to you 
And you know there's no guarantees with how it will go because this is Earth. But is that a, is the, is the lack of guarantee a reason to not do it? When we look at you, we would say, no, that's not a reason not to do it. It's a reason to be open to all the possible realms of, all the possible outcomes of how it may go, some of which you may not like. That doesn't mean they'll harm you, it just means you may be ignored. And that hurts. Especially when it's something that you are so excited about and so extremely impassioned by. It hurts a level of you when that's disregarded. To have the ability to get hurt isn't a flaw, it's a strength. It shows your compassion for yourself. The same level of compassion that you as your eternal self have for humanity in general. Not just the rest of the human race, but including your, your member of the human race. Okay? It's not a weakness to feel pain. It's not immature to get your feelings hurt. It's evidence of how sensitive and compassionate you wired yourself. And it's beautiful. So, <laughs> probably wouldn't take you that long to think of a whole, <laughs> at least to, uh, <laughs> just imagine <laughs> all those years that have gone by where you've avoided being a version of you that this world wasn't ready for and still probably isn't. Maybe you're done with that strategy. Maybe that strategy didn't help you avoid any pain. Maybe it's becoming more painful by holding yourself back and taking that leap of creation, following that string of curiosity about what more you can be. It doesn't have to be a business. That doesn't have to be anything that takes too long to figure out. Start anywhere. Just try it. See how it feels from the inside out. If the world responds positively, if any segment of the world responds positively, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, maybe that's okay too. Maybe the first step is really about loosening up the structure of who and what you think you are in this reality. Think being the operative word. Improving to your human consciousness that you are so much more. And that the only way you know that is by stretching beyond your safety zone of what you have been. That every true explorer knows the realm of the unknown without any guarantees, with just a hope, 
and an excitement and maybe a whole lot of fear of the possibilities. Because that launching pad is right under your feet. Your feet. Jill's asking us to be careful with this next part. Who else is on their launching pad is really up to them. We're going to repeat that part and we're going to ask you to remember it in a soul way. Who else is on their launching pad is up to them. There is only so much you can do to show them it's there, to guide them onto it, and to support them in their own version of their own launch. Their higher self is not bothered if they're not on that launching pad. We're going to repeat that part again too. Their higher self is not bothered if they're not on that launching pad. They may wish they were. But it's okay that they're not. There's unconditional love. There's compassion. There's understanding for anyone, for any reason that is not on the launching pad like you may be. And like Jill definitely is. Can you hold space and grace and honor for those that are not on the launching pad? Can you love them even if they're not on their launching pad? This isn't about ability. This is about choice. We agree with you that amazing things can happen for not just the human race, but the entire earthly collective experience as more and more of you are on launching pads like we're talking about today for this Equinox message. You are right that amazing things happen. And free will is to be respected and honored. Free will is to be respected and honored. The human race has gotten itself into a lot of trouble not just over the years, but over forever, backwards and forwards in linear time, when it forgets that rule. Okay. But some of you don't want to launch without the others. You're still visible. Even at that level of (laughs) wherever you end up (laughs) in your vibrational range, right? You're still visible. 
the way that the energy structures work on earth. You're expanding your field. You're not moving your field out of the lower dimensions. That's why the shadows and the inner child and the the sort of ugly bits are still there. So your launch isn't about leaving. It's about expansion. It's about broadening the definition of who and what you are in your world. Not just to yourself, but in what you're demonstrating, what you're actively animating in, in your you. Okay? Hmm. <sighs> okay. So you won't leave anybody behind. There's a lot of misconceptions about what ascension and launching and all these things mean. You're not abandoning anybody. But you're right to be cautious. Because sometimes an individual's launch is not well received by others. Others that may have also launched, but it isn't for whatever reasons, not being as well received in the world. Not as well received by those that are not on their launching paths, that are threatened, bothered, annoyed, whatever, uncomfortable with your more expanded you. There's a lot of backlash that can happen when you give yourself permission to be a bigger version of yourself. We don't feel like that's a big enough reason not to do it. (laughs) And one really funny irony about that is that if you take that idea out to its kind of logical conclusion, your thought process for not getting, your rationale for not getting on that launching pad is that it will make people uncomfortable. But they're probably uncomfortable anyway. (laughs) So your not being on your launching pad isn't making them any more comfortable. And they're probably finding reasons to be unhappy or, or bitter or sad or in pain or whatever, whether you're on the launching pad or not. So they may put you on their list of of things to blame (laughs) if they're in victimhood, right? Which is sad. They may, they may put your launch, your, even if it's successful or unsuccessful, they may, they may want to blame you. (laughs) It's all your fault, right? Because you left them energetically. But when you can accept that their unhappiness is also in meaningful ways more to do with them than it is to do with you. You may uncouple your energy field more definitively from their energy field because you sitting next to them, not on your launching pad, may not be having the effect that you think it has been. Hmm. 
I promise you as your higher as their higher self as their eternal energy field they're begging you to get on that launching pad begging you it's almost like they're saying please don't please don't like waste this amazing opportunity for me as my human and in my brokenness can you feel that truth that their higher self wants nothing more than for you to get on your launching pad in some ways because they're not on theirs Now your brain will come up with other excuses. <laughs> the brain is very, very capable of coming up with a whole bunch of reasons why you should not get on that launching pad, why you should not be in a realm of exploring further possibilities of gloriousness for you. It's dangerous on earth. Like Jesus got killed for it. A whole bunch of other amazing beings got really, really shot down, maligned, exiled. The list is long. Joel's favorites. Galileo, Nikolai Tesla, Jesus, and a whole bunch of others. Some that didn't even get written about. They didn't even get seen enough to be heard. <sighs> Dang it, Earth, right? As a collective, right? It's shadowy bits. But do you want it to hold you back now? It just may work. You may have a different outcome than Van Gogh did while he was alive. You may have a happier ending than Nikolai Tesla. The risk may prove to be more than worth it by your standards. Sorry, that just I startled too. I kind of jumped. Uh, knock at the door didn't startle me. Samson <laughs> barking did. <laughs> Hi, it's okay. We're not going to answer. It's all right. It's all right, Sam. Okay, where were we? <laughs> okay, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny because I felt a connection with Nikolai, Nikolai Tesla. Now he's just saying, maybe your future you, this glorious you, is literally knocking on your door. <laughs> I didn't know it was funny. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Anytime. Okay. All right. But maybe this is an appropriate ending right here. Okay. Maybe this is, maybe this is it. Of course, don't let this message uh, tune you up to a, to a um, space of divine inspiration. It's what you do with it next that matters more than what we've done here so far in this 40 minutes or so. Remember, you never have an instruction book to guide you into more divine layers of yourself. You will never know exactly how to do it. Tell that to your brain what it asks you. How? It's a trick question. It's a logical question. It's also a trick question. It's pretending that there's an answer for you that's already there. But how you do it is something you create as you go without an instruction booklet, without a plan, without a guarantee, without a roadmap. That's why we use the metaphor of the explorers. 
So how will you know that you've made it whenever that, whatever it is for you? And Nikolai Tesla is just saying, oh, you'll know. There's a feeling of liberation at a core level of yourself when you realize you've broken through like the the sound barrier. When you've torn through a veil of what's possible for not just humanity, but torn through a veil of yourself and what you thought you were capable of. That can be so many things. Let it be anything where you have an inner smile of, okay, I did it. That was scary, but I did it. And that feels good. I have no idea how it's going to go. I have no idea how it's going to be received. But that, we did it. You'll know. Let that be your sense of accomplishment and success. And adjust from there. Once you get in the habit of breaking through that veil over and over and over again, you create a system. You create comfort with continuing to kind of push your energy field. You get more comfortable with the <laughs> weird stares. <laughs> you may get from other people. You may get more comfortable with the disappointment and pain and hurt that can come along with it. You may create a system of self-comfort and self-care when you're feeling lonely as the pioneer, your version of pioneering. And you may come across some peers in this reality that see you and could say to you, fabulous job. I see the smaller version of you that you could have say that And I'm glad that you took the chances that you did. And I hope it goes well for you. And I'll give you a hug if it doesn't. I don't know how many of you, this is Jill here, I don't know how many of you feel that affinity for Nikolai Tesla, but that was, that was so Nick. <laughs> Damn it. I, I don't like it when I cry, especially because I can't talk very well when I cry. I hope, as my eternal self, that there is, I'm asking actually, that somehow I'm using the special authority that I may have to create.
create a version of me for all of those fellow pioneers from the linear past and the linear future. Whether it's somebody delivering the mail <laughs> to where Nikolai Tesla lived. <laughs> I'm willing to do that, right? That, that it's either literally me or that I just not walked into to the, his mail carrier's body, but that I had access to pop in and that they were okay with that, obviously. That in a moment I could have delivered a package or something to Nikolai Tesla or been somebody at the supermarket where he got food that can look at him and say, what are you up to these days, Mr. Tesla? helping him feel special and seen and heard and respected and honored and loved. I want that for all of us. <laughs> I, have a, I have a weird, <laughs> no, I have a not so weird preoccupation with that. <laughs> uh. It's so Gabriel, isn't it? It's that Gabriel part of me. <sighs> I just can't get away from it. <laughs> the messenger of God wanting to inspire those that go above and beyond. No matter where they are in linear time. No matter how the world <laughs> has received them or ignored them or maligned them or punished them unjustly. <sighs> because it's true sometimes we take that launching pad and we go we shoot for the moon and it feels like we crashed and burned and that everyone abandoned us in the process where the fudge did everyone go <laughs> right oh we're here we're here Right? Okay. Okay, I love you. But always loved you. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> oh my God. I love you group hug <laughs> right for all of us here right now <laughs> uh, group hug for the yay group hug for the oh <laughs> uh, group hug for all of us across time <laughs> group hug now get the f fuck on that logic pad will you <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah there we go Okay. Whew. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, oh my God. Okay, that felt good. <laughs> All right. Okay, let me get a drink of water here. Okay. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, let me read some of the comments from our Zoom room here, or from our live Zoom conference call. 
Hey, Annette, she's saying brought tears to my eyes just to know that despite how others may be acting or choosing that their higher selves, their higher selves still want you, me to launch. I feel the disrespect I receive from some of my loved ones is forcing me to create boundaries I may not have wanted to make, but I always love those, uh, love those despite the choices they make. I wish it were different, but I want what energy is in my field to be the best energy possible. Uh, Annette, thank you for saying that very well, uh, in my opinion, very well, well, well expressed. And I appreciate your adding that. And I want to say me too. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Stacy. she's saying that the audio level on the zoom, uh, call dropped significantly after the dog, dog barked. I hope it got better. And the microphone that I use for the, um, the recording I use for the archive doesn't have that same sort of sensor. I don't think, uh, so hopefully, yeah, I think the recording will be better. Oh, thank you, Patrick. He's saying, take your time, Jill. You're doing fantastic. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, Tom. He's saying, group hug. So much love. Your microphone volume is back now, Jill, by the way. I love when you get overcome with emotion. By the way, it really lights up my heart. Oh, thanks, Tom. <laughs> um, I'm a super sensitive. <laughs> Those of you that are uh, are aware of my work, uh, you know that. I, uh, I, I have a... <laughs> there's a lot of those... I call them little gels, right? Those sort of shadowy sorts of layers of myself that um, don't like to get their feelings hurt and want to run and hide and just like, la, 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 sticking your fingers in the ears when somebody is saying something mean or, or I'm, I'm uh, hypersensitive and thinking somebody meant something mean and they may not be meaning it mean at all. So anyway, yeah, I got to pull them close and give them a hug. So thank you for that, Tom. The fact that, that you like those little jills <laughs> makes me, and because Archangel Gabriel, also known as St. Gabriel, is saying they're, they're not little jills, Jill. It's actually the biggest jill. It's the biggest chill you have. High five to Big Gabe. Okay, Carolina is saying thank you, celebrating and, and hugging all of you from my launching pad on the summer southern hemisphere in Argentina. Oh, Carolina. I love you, sister. Happy spring to you. <laughs> okay. And then Janet is saying, thanks. I am feeling the launching pad ground into my lower chakras. Awesome. Yes. Val is giving a heart. Heart. Back to you. <laughs> okay. Sherry is saying, this is such a great call, Jill. You speak to all our hearts always. Spirit knows what we all struggle with. <sighs> the being accepted. And approval, understanding, which doesn't come from everyone. It helped to hear keep those close who are wired similarly. Thank you so much. Almost ready to launch. Sherry, I love you. You're so welcome. Um, almost ready. Uh, are you sure it's almost? <laughs> Maybe your eternal self is saying you were born ready. <laughs> Get on there, girl. Okay. Elizabeth is saying thank you for letting us join you in this amazing experience. So you're so welcome, sister. <sighs> okay. Hello, Marcy. She's saying big hugs to everyone. Resonated with all this that unfolded on this launching pad. Okay, Elizabeth is saying, have partially launched and we'll go further. And um, Nick is just asking me to add that you'll have as many launching pads as you need. <laughs> we just wanted to point out this one because it, it the timing of the timing of it with the cycle of the next one 
Okay, oh my God, this is a sign I need to say goodbye, right? Um, the reason we're pointing out this particular launching pad is because when it's in conjunction with equinox energies or other sorts of big powerful cycles that can change the seasons on a planet like Earth, right? Um, it's a synchronicity that you probably don't want to ignore. Okay, good. All right. Mm. Okay, I think I hear you, Mary. She's saying loving for France, I think is what it's saying. So uh, I thank you for that, Mary. Oh, I leave on Thursday for the Mary Magdalene trip to France. And I, <laughs> I know that I am not going alone. Uh, the group of us that will be there will will be keeping you all in our, in our hearts and in our fields closely, um, bringing you along as, um, you know, letting our ambassador roles be felt um, as much as possible by you for those of you that aren't there with us physically. Um, some of you may not, some of you that are newer here and maybe new to this whole concept <laughs> of communication and um, uh, I want to say messages. <laughs> Gabriel was like, be honest, Jill. Those of you that are new to timeless truths and divine energies like this, some of you may not know that Mary Magdalene was royalty, not just in her humanness, but in her light vibration. That's why she was recognized by Jesus, and she was not a prostitute. It's funny how the stories get a little, <laughs> a little or a lot twisted in this world, isn't it? Mary Magdalene lived in France for the last portions of her years, decades. It's very special when you're there knowing that you have an eternal affinity with not just who she was, but who she is and the Christ of consciousness that she was a part of and is a part of as her eternal, as her eternal self. And that many of us feel like we are part of also not just as our eternal selves, but as our human selves. We won't know that for ourselves, these types of affiliations and lineages unless we are open to the timeless truths like we experience today. Not knowing as in study, knowing as in openness to the cosmic knowing, the soulful knowing available here, now, right as you are. Even with those, even with, with those <laughs> little shadowy bits of you. They're not a problem. They will never be a real problem for you. When it comes to experiencing the eternal light, the eternal love, the eternal genius that you are. Okay. Okay, so the merry trip. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, so I leave on Thursday for that. And any blessings for all of us that are traveling are welcomed and deeply appreciated. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about this trip. And then um, also an adventure that I've been working very hard um, on offering is the Egypt and Jordan trip for January of 2019. For those of you that are interested, uh, email me 
at jill at jillreneefeeler.com. I do encourage you to act quickly. Um, the, I mean, January is coming up right around the corner and we've got some, um, we've got some registrations to get booked, um, ASAP if you're coming. Okay. All right. So email me and what I'll probably do if you email me and say that you're interested after having looked at the website, right? So go to joereneefeeler.com. Um, there's an option for travel by the way. So if you're on your computer, you'll see the, the menu headers on my website, whether it's home, you know, book your session, travel, JRF podcast, Joe Renee Feeler podcast, etc. If you're on a mobile device, those menus don't show up. I, I don't know if every, all of you know that. So if you're on a mobile device and you're at jillreneefeeler.com, J-I-L-L-R-E-N-E-E-F, as in Frank, E-E-L-E-R.com. It's a long name. <laughs> Could be longer though. Um, you'll notice up in the upper right hand corner, there's a series of bars. It almost, um, it looks like it's a whole bunch of parallel lines, almost like lines on a notepad. It's like one, two, three, four, tiny little square upper right hand corner. Click that. And then you'll see the menu buttons go into travel and look for the Egypt, um, and Jordan trip for 2019. Check out the details first, right? I, I took a lot of, um, I don't have staff. It's, it's me. I'm t- <laughs> my my kind of comic line on that is I'm too cheap to pay somebody to do what I can do from what I cannot do myself. Um, anyway, so that it works for now. <laughs> but um, I put a lot of heart and energy into that page so that it has all the details, including the pricing, um, so that you really have a, a full kind of a version of, of what we're doing there after really feeling into that and being honest with yourself about, you know, all of the logistics, timing, finances, all those things. Um, if you're led, you know, if you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to do this. And I think I can given what she's offering, then send me an email. And what I'll probably do is, uh, ask to speak live with you on the phone and we'll have a, have a little, have a chat about, you know, Hey, what, <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you want to know? What other questions do you have? How can I, how can I help explain what we're doing so that you can make an informed decision? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Gabriel saying, you may want to tell him you've had a, a little bit of a change of heart and something. It's true. I, I, up until I think three days ago, <laughs> my thought process had been that I really only wanted to, oh, this sounds so weird as I say it, but I'm just, I'm just going to say it because it was true and I'll, it'll probably sound a little clunky. I felt like I was creating sacred travel experiences for those that had already fallen in love with my work, that already felt more like their divine selves through my work. But what I realized is that I've had some amazing travel buddies that didn't even know about me. Um, I tend to, I want to say pre-screen just to make sure that, (laughs) make sure that, that what I'm offering is a match for you and what you're wanting, I I'm offering and, and that you'll fit in. Right. Um, because if somebody isn't even open to this kind of thing, they, and they want to go to Egypt, they probably shouldn't go on my trip. Right. But I'm, I'm getting more clear, <laughs> right? Listening up my own thoughts. <sighs> okay. And I have this weird feeling in my back. So hang on. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel a claw on my back. <laughs> what the hell is that? Anyway, it's not stopping me. Um, it's not stopping me. <laughs> okay. 
<sighs> All right. Oh, hang on. Okay, I don't know what the hell that was energetically, but that felt good to just like uh, kind of cough it out there. Okay, so what I am now seeing more clearly is that I, I love to be, I want to say like the, like the diplomat ambassador um, inviter really to, to somebody that's new to this form uh, of spirituality and consciousness and enlightenment. Um, if you're led to go on this trip and, and you like this message and you're sort of, sort of open-hearted that, that this is legit, <laughs> right? Um, I'd love to talk to you about joining. And I, yeah, yeah, thank you, Gabriel. I'm just going to repeat what he just said. Who better to introduce someone to this vibrational range, Jill? than you and a group like you and beings like you, like you guys. We're, we're great at this. We are great at making something like this, um, welcoming, non-threatening, sort of exciting, hopefully a lot exciting, unintimidating, right? Normal, right? It's a really, wonderful on-ramp for anyone in their divine experience, right? And I want to say butts on there, but Gabriel's just like, no, please don't, please don't put any butts on that. Okay, <laughs> I won't. Anyway, let's, let's just start there. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Wow. That felt scary to some little gels that have been like, wait, what did we just do? We just opened up the field for more of those of us that have been hiding, but don't want to hide anymore. Another version of a launching pad, perhaps. And I accept that. Okay. And then in uh, closing, I do want to remind you guys that the third book uh, is out in Kindle and paperback now. And I'm, I just want to read something that someone sent to me just today about the book. And let me close that little reminder. And my husband tried to call me earlier. Yes, my husband does not know <laughs> that from 12 to 1, our time on Tuesdays, that I can't answer the phone, honey. <laughs> okay, let me see what somebody had said. Um, okay, she said, oh, Jill, I am so loving this book. You have managed to channel my heart. The energy is unbelievably beautiful. Thank you. So, oh, you guys, it's just, yeah, there we go, right? So I put this out. I didn't, I didn't know how it would be received. There's, I think there's some controversial bits in here um, and parts that people may not like. And there's a lot of other stuff that, that is, easy, is easier to like and easier to accept. But there's a lot here. There's a lot here. And it's so important for me as Jill that everything I do is literally welcoming you into the most expanded, the most absolutely glorious version of you here that, that I can see with the, I want to say cosmic radar, cosmic vision, inner vision that I have, right? 
that could be especially valuable if that's not your gift. If your gift isn't to see for yourself what your most outer ranges of glory are, then I am even more happy to be, to be here for you, helping you see how amazing you are. Right? Because it, it's valuable here. Anyway, so for those of you that have bought it, um, if you love it, well, even if you, I, I mean, I don't want to condition reviews just on if you love it, but I love a review. Whether, you know, whatever you felt about it, obviously I love better. <laughs> I love good reviews. Of course, I'm human. Um, but any reviews that you can share publicly on Amazon would be gratefully appreciated. Yeah, either whether you bought the Kindle version or the paperback version. Okay, I appreciate you. Or social media shares, um, that type of thing. Spreading the word about resources like this. I'm, of course, it benefits me financially. I, I invested some dough <laughs> in this book. This, I mean, even, even the graphics designer um, <laughs> may make more money. <laughs> this is embarrassing to say, but true. <laughs> the, the inner uh, behind the veil, behind the curtain view of the economics of book, of book publishing, whether you're um, through, a, whether you self-publish like I did, I'm Platinum Age Publishing, by the way. I created my own publishing. Who would I say I created a company? Well, I created the brand of uh, Platinum Age Publishing so that, I could, so that I could publish under it um, without needing to grovel, beg, or pay for anyone else to have me on their publishing level, a label. So anyway, um, my graphics designer may make more money than me. <laughs> my editor made more than that. So everybody's making more money than me on this. But I did it for other reasons, right? But God, where am I going with this? Gabriel's like, move it along, Jill. Um, if you feel led <laughs> to buy the book, and if you have and want to support me in trying to not just recoup my, the investment I made in this, but maybe even make some money on this, but more importantly, share the energy and the love and the light that's in this book, um, I appreciate you. I really do. I always appreciate you for doing that. And any likes, shares, subscribes, uh, sharing this message in groups that you're in, embedding this message in groups that you're in. I'm not asking you to become evangelist for me. That was a, that, when I was in corporate, by the way, when I was at Hewlett Packard, um, that, was a, that was a thing is that we would all become evangelists for HP or for you know, whatever our, our uh, product line that we were going after. And it always felt really kind of like, yeah, but I mean, I, I love to share when there's something that I'm benefiting from. I love to share that with others. I'm a, I'm a Yelp reviewer on a lot of things. Um, yeah, especially when I love it. I really am. I'm just that way. There's, <laughs> there's that messenger of God <laughs> version of me. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so thank you. I appreciate you liking, subscribing, sharing, whatever you're allowed to do is I, I appreciate it very much. Okay. And I'm definitely feeling the benefits of it. There's been some of those videos that when you guys share it, oh my God, that, what was the message from like July or something of this year, this Pleiadian message, that still, I think is, I mean, within a short period of time had, I mean, the views were crazy on that one. And I met so many amazing people um, from you, people like you sharing them in some of your communities or I don't, I don't exactly know what was particularly popular about that message. I just know that it helped a lot of people and that's my goal, especially with the free stuff. So 
with everything, actually. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'm rambling now. <laughs> I got things to do for my trip on Thursday. I love you guys. So I won't be here live next week, um, but I will be the following week. So in other words, to if for those of you that are listening to this regular, like right now, I will not be here on sharing live on October 2nd, but I will be back on October 9th. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me go back here to the zoom room. Oh, thanks you guys. Oh, Sherry. <laughs> She's saying, I'm loving being your light. That's the book. Your newest book, uh, loving all chapters. But yesterday really liked Jesus's chapter on his life. And Mary Magdalene is awesome in her chapter as well. Wish I could be going with you on the upcoming trip one day. Oh, Sherry. I'm going to put a big heart on, on that whole you joining me on the trip one day. Okay. Cause it's, a, it's a dream of mine too, literally. Okay. And thank you for those beautiful words and, and sharing your experiences with it. That was fun to read. Thank you, sister. Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye for now. Um, au revoir. Mes amis, uh, je t'aime, je t'adore. Uh, merci beaucoup. Mwah. All right, you guys, that's a wrap. Thank you, everyone that was here live. I appreciate you so much. Oh, Deirdre is like, <laughs> hi, Deirdre, I love you. She just said, way to go. <laughs> I love you, sister, I miss you. I, and it was funny because I was just putting together a um, kind of a video montage of all the little uh, Facebook post clips I did last year during our, or not last year, in February of our Egypt and Jordan trip. And there are so many awesome ones of you and I together. And I just, I was missing everyone there. And yeah, anyway, I miss you, Deirdre. I hope you're doing fabulous. I love you, sister. Okay, bye-bye, everyone. I love you. Thank you, Mary. Love you guys. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>